All right, welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about three ways to stand out in your next job application. And I spent some time thinking about these three things here, and I wanted to give you some advice that was a little bit unconventional. So three things that you probably haven't heard in other podcasts or blogs regarding career and job search, just because I know a lot of the same stuff tends to circulate out there. And I think this episode is going to be nice because you may not be doing any of these things in your job search. And just by the nature of that, that puts you at a unique advantage. That is the exact definition of standing out. So without further ado, here are three ways to stand out in your next job application. All right, so let's lay them out for you right now. Thing number one is showing, not telling, using hyperlinks. Thing number two is calling out the number one issue in the job posting. And number three is relevant LinkedIn recommendations. So let's say you are an employer and you put out a job posting and you get back a bunch of responses. A lot of them seem to say the same exact thing. I I have experience doing the thing that you want me to do. I have a degree. I am awesome. Every single one of them says, says that. And, uh, all things aside, all of them, none of them have typos or anything that would make me want to throw your resume in the trash. What is something that's going to set myself apart? Well, I put out a job posting earlier for a, a position that I'm hiring for, and I noticed that some of the best ones, the ones that grabbed my attention, actually called my mind to something that I could see, a portfolio, so to speak. I call this showing, not telling. Because everyone else out there is telling me how great their marketing skills are or how good their podcast editing skills are, but it's really tough for me to see that unless I have proof. This is the general nature of job applications, but if you send me something that shows me what you've done in the past, it is much more likely that I'm going to have a better idea of what you've done or what you're capable of. So I would highly recommend hyperlinking within the body of a cover letter or within a message past work you've done. Have this set up in such a way that the most relevant stuff is what the company is going to see or the recruiter when they look at your portfolio. Even if your industry doesn't typically use a portfolio, I would recommend getting creative and seeing if there's something that you can do in order to link other work and other projects. So in the case of the position I put out there, which is an editor to edit this podcast, the ones that caught my attention and the ones who I eventually called back for an interview were the applications that in the body of the cover letter, they hyperlinked a folder of past podcast episodes they edited for. I pretty much did not look to interview anyone else who did not have this just because it was the one thing that set them apart and the thing that I was impressed with in regards to their application. Career changers should be rejoicing at this piece of advice because you don't have to make it a paid project. This doesn't have to be a professional thing you've done in the past because if this was a volunteer experience or this was a side project, I would have been equally as impressed with this because the quality is there. The quality is apparent within the work that you do. I really don't care too much about the context, just as long as you can show me your skill set and that you're able to accomplish it. So coders out there, Hyperlink a folder that has some applications that you've worked on or something within the cloud. If you are within the more professional uh, management style, get creative also. Hyperlink to some sort of portfolio that can showcase your creativity 
or showcase how effective you are as a leader? I can't give you that answer right now, but I know that there's something that you can think of to link to show, not tell. Get visual, have fun with it, because that is what's going to stand out and catch my attention. Just recommend having it in two places. The first is the body of the cover letter, or if you're sending it within an email, you can actually make this within the body of the email you're sending uh, with your resume. I also recommend having it at the very top of your resume as well. All right, thing number two, I'll make this a quick tip. It is job posting problem solving. Call out the number one issue of the job posting. This is going to require you do a little bit of sleuthing and a little bit of, um, let's just say, using your brain here. Find out or at least guess what the number one issue it is that the, the job posting is trying to solve. What is the number one thing that you think the job posting is calling for? And then in the cover letter and within the first few sentences of your resume, I want you to address how you're going to solve that problem. So let's give an example. Let's say that I am looking to edit this, find this podcast editor. And within the job posting, it's apparent that one really big thing that I'm looking for is for someone to edit my episodes for clarity. Clarity is really important to me. You can see it by looking at the job posting. You can see it because I've repeated the word clarity a few times. And this is something that you've paid close attention to because you're not like every other job seeker, right? You're the one that takes the time to look at the job posting and find out what the needs are of the employer so you can call it out. Well, my recommendation for you is to use that cover letter and use even the summary. The summary you have to get a little bit crafty with because it's it, it would be awkward just to use the word you in a summary. But within the cover letter, I can say something along the lines of, it looks like you were looking for someone to edit for clarity. Believe me, I care so much about clarity when it comes to editing podcast episodes. In fact, I often look for redundant sentences, ums, and awkward pauses for things to edit. So right then and there, you have immediately called to attention a big problem that I'm trying to solve and how you can solve it. Believe me, out of all of the applications that I got for this position, very few people actually called out my job posting. It seems like a lot of them were copying and pasting other cover letters that they had sent to other similar positions, but maybe they weren't exactly the same as mine. And the ones that caught my attention were the ones that actually made a direct connection to the job posting. Not only did I feel like, okay, this person took the time to read my job posting, but I also felt like they could solve my needs at an even deeper level than the other applicants. So I highly recommend doing this. You can even use the word you in a cover letter. Yes, and it is a good thing. Within your summary, you can also do the same thing. You don't have to call out the job posting like verbatim, but you can talk about the fact that you look to edit clarity and you have experience editing out specific things. You can include this at the top of your summary to catch someone's attention. Okay, so far we have number one, showing not telling via hyperlink or portfolio. Number two, we have job posting problem solving. And the third one, one that is often overlooked, is soliciting relevant LinkedIn recommendations. And I just got to tell you, LinkedIn recommendations are the list of references of now and they're the list of references of the future. I highly recommend taking advantage of this. Listen, 
I worked with someone in the past and this is something that completely surprised me, but now looking back, it doesn't as much anymore, but I wrote this person a really good LinkedIn recommendation that wasn't just boilerplate, but one that really spoke to this person's experience and this person's skills. And this person later told me that what ended up getting them noticed and eventually got them the job was my LinkedIn recommendation. Isn't that crazy? The power of LinkedIn recommendations is there, my friends. And when I tell a lot of you that it is really hard to show soft skills, things like being a good communicator, things like being organized, always being punctual, things like that are tough to say because they're just hard to prove. You don't know whether or not I'm a good communicator just because I say that I am. But if someone else says that I'm a good communicator, especially if they were my boss or someone who I worked for, then this has a lot more credibility. So why don't you just ask that mentor of yours to talk about those skills and those soft skills that you have that are directly relevant for the jobs you're applying for? This is one of the best things you can do, especially if you are a career transitioner or someone applying for those soft skill positions, for instance, sales or uh, customer service or even leadership positions. This could be very, very effective. So how do you get someone to look at your LinkedIn profile and to check out your recommendations? I've never been a fan of on the resume saying something like list of references available upon request or even just attaching it to the resume. However, it would not be the worst thing if you said something along the lines of, for recommendations of past supervisors, please view my recommendations on LinkedIn. I can tell you right now, unless the whole world listens to this podcast tomorrow and takes my advice that no one else is doing this, and this is a really big opportunity to show off and show that you're a qualified person for the position. So in summary, we have showing not telling, using a hyperlink within the body of a cover letter or some sort of way to getting someone to view what you're capable of. Number two, job posting problem solving. So calling out the number one issue that you think is apparent in the job posting and making a, making a direct connection to it within the summary or the cover letter. And number three is soliciting a relevant LinkedIn recommendation and having somebody to write a recommendation that is directly applicable to whatever jobs you're applying for. If you do these three things, I would not be surprised if you got hired just by doing this alone, because this is what's going to get you noticed above all the other applicants that are not doing these things. Try it out. Send me a message on LinkedIn and let me know how it goes. I'm Chris Villanueva, CPRW. Can't wait to hear from you. We actually have a really awesome episode with a master negotiator. She is someone who has appeared on various news, national news stations, and has also helped members of the United Nations to negotiate. And I was really lucky to have her. So check that out. That's going to be this Monday's episode with Alexandra Carter. Check that out. That's going to be at 730 Central published this Monday. Can't wait to see you then. And I'll see you next time.